0: cue fake podcast music hello and welcome to michigan another mayhem the show about michigan murder mysteries histories and other random mayhem from around the world your hosts are Allie and jen all right jen this
1: is kind of a special Uh, one it is what what are you gonna talk about first what am i gonna talk about what you got i'm gonna talk about the murder of diane michelle in Rochester Hills, Michigan. Her last name is Michelle. You know, now you make me question. You, I'm sorry, make me question myself. But yes. that's what I wrote. It's M I C H E L E. Okay, that could be her name. I don't know. That's what it said in the news article. Right. I'm gonna let you go
0: first, and then I will do my special one. I don't want to. I don't want to put it out there yet.
1: You're gonna wait till the end. I'm gonna wait till your story. Then yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody should wait for that one. Yeah. So Diane was age 50. Okay. She was a minister and social worker in Birmingham. So a good person. Very good person. She was found in the foyer of her home in the morning half covered by a tarp. When the police went through the home, they found a folding folding knife with blood and hair outside the home, bloody clothes and blood drops in the sink her van was missing and her son christopher dankovich age 15 could not be located she had been stabbed over 111 times whoa they said anything over like 10 is
0: overkill dude
1: yeah the oakland county sheriff's office spotted diane's van at diane's ex-husband's cabin near twin lakes they secured the area after not being able to reach the person inside. They're surrounded. They surrounded the cabin using a bullhorn asking the person to step outside. So I have a voice like
0: a bullhorn. Literally, nobody ever says to me, I can't hear you. I always feel like when they get the bullhorn, I'm like, you just need to get like a really loud mom out there like, hey.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: we're the police and we're outside. <laughs> We know you can hear us, asshole. Yeah, get out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out. Yeah.
1: Diane's son Christopher exited the cabin with a freshly shaved head. He stated he knew they were there to arrest him for her his mother's murder. In the cabin, they found military and survival gear. He told the police he planned to drive south and go into hiding.
0: Well, let's just, 15-year-olds don't think shit through.
1: You know what I mean? No, why wouldn't you have started that direction? Yeah,
0: right? You well, I mean? always say,
1: like, well, my daughter
0: for like six months while she was 15 turned completely evil before she changed back to being a good kid. And I was like, 15 is a, it's a shit age, let yeah. me just tell you.
1: <laughs> yes. So it is believed Christopher was mentally ill, as he did not have a record of the actions that would lead to the murder. Okay, so
0: like nothing was really happening. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Nothing
1: going on. He had a good case for insanity, they said in one of the news articles, but Christopher pleaded guilty of open murder and was found guilty of second degree murder. Oh, shit. He was sentenced at age 16 to 25 to 37 years in prison, not eligible for parole till age 40. When Christopher was asked why he did this, he stated he didn't want to talk about it. Everything went wrong. Yeah, when you stab your mom 100 times. It's, it's wrong. 111, yeah. yeah. When you look at his prison pictures, though. Yeah. So you know, you go on Otis. Yeah. He is almost smiling in every one of his pictures. It actually is really creepy. Makes you think he is crazy. It's just freaking creepy. Dang. So this was interesting. So. I did this news article. Yeah. So it's interesting. So I was in, reading about this, going through all his pictures. And then I came across a website called prisonwriters.com. So I'm thinking this is prisoners. Right. Writing. You like you write. A, you yeah. get a pen pal. Right. Kind of thing. But this site gives prisoners a platform and their ultimate goal is is to show how bad prisons are. Oh, okay. I mean, that's the whole thing. Your the prisoner writes in, yeah. and this this site is, you know, showing how bad prison is. The prisoners write in, and their writings are published on the site. Okay. Christopher, it just so happens. Wow. He was all over this site. Oh, really? It has writings he wrote. My First Real Girlfriend, Aurora, about having a girlfriend in prison, dogs in prison, When You Grow Up in Prison, Did Your Life Ever Really Begin was his title of that one. And then, um, what is this one? Because I can't read my own writing. Oh, Juveniles Tried as Adults, Becoming a Man in Prison. Wow. Um, Yeah, so they- You can read his- Writings? Yeah. You can wow. read them. And th- so the prisoner sends it in and they, you know, like um, edit it and whatnot. And then yeah. they post it on their site. It's interesting. Wow. I didn't think like, so they talk about how bad prisons are. Mm-hmm. The the company. Okay. You know, the site and why they're doing it. But mm-hmm. I, would, I would say that the stuff I read, his and other people's, wasn't like. They it whip didn't us make, with ho- yeah. rubber hoses and yeah, yeah. You you spent your days, you know, training dogs and you know, it wasn't like yeah. what I thought it would be. Right, like I got yeah, you beef. be like, we
0: have to eat moldy gruel and get whipped yeah. by hoses. Yeah, can, yeah, you don't. Know. Yeah. yeah, all right. Okay, so mine was I was I was talking to you and I was telling you like I might need to take a break on the podcast. I'm starting to feel real anxious. One of the things was I stopped being able to listen to some of my podcasts because I was feeling like anxious about true crime and stuff. And then I was telling you that there was one, uh, and like Google keeps posting things. Allie, here's more dead people. Here's this person. Here's this horrible situation. I'm like, wait, Google, wait. (laughs) And even when it came to Michigan, Google's like, hey, guess what? And I'm like, what? (laughs) They're like, this woman lives in, you know, this is her family home and she lived there and her whole family. It's been 60 years and it just fell into Lake Michigan because the water's too high. I'm like, every part of everything is so negative. Why? Yeah. Why? So I was telling you like, oh, I might need to take a break. I'm really starting to feel anxious. Yep. And an hour later, I get a text from my mom. Now, my mom is not good at at knowing what an emergency is. Okay. She has this blood-curdling scream. I mean, it is horrifying if you hear it. You're like, obviously, somebody's getting killed. But she has that scream for if she sees a spider or a bloody intruder. Like, there's no... It's the same
1: scream, right? So you never know, my mom. There's nothing to distinguish.
0: Yeah, there's no... To know when there's real danger and then she's just upset. So my mom had texted me, Allie, it's an emergency. I need you to call me. And I'm at work and we're not allowed to be on our phones. So I said... Is this a real emergency and I need to tell my boss I need to use my phone or can you just text me? She just replies back, emergency. So I'm going to tell you guys, someone in my extended family was murdered in December uh, before the holidays. So here's the story. And then Jen and I are going to take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, there might still be some true crime, but I'm definitely going to have to focus on other things to keep my mental health together. Yeah. Okay, so... When my cousin Derek was like 13, 14, he started dating this girl. Her name was Christina Jones. And they dated from, until they were like 19, 20. They got married. They had their son, Sebastian. And when I, it was when they, he was born right when I was pregnant with Ariana. And he actually passed away of, from SIDS. And while I was still pregnant with Ariana, they got pregnant again. And they had um, Christina and Derek had their daughter, Ava. And so Ava's 17, my daughter Ariana's 18. Okay, so Ava's 17, my daughter's 18. Mm-hmm. And not too long after Ava was born, shortly after she was born, they they broke up. I think they're about 21 now at this point. And a few years later, she meets a man named James Salome. And I I looked over the news reports to see what's in the news because I have more information than what's in the news. So I'm going to only share what's in the news because it is private. Mm -hmm. I can't say why, but Christina decides that she's divorcing James. Okay. And let's just say
1: something happened and he's not going to get custody of his children in any way. Okay, hold on. Yes. At what point is she now saying she wants a divorce? Early this year. Early this year. And it was like finalized or either they were still in the process
0: or it was just recently finalized. Okay. Okay. They have an appointment coming up, and it's not gonna be good for him. They have a court appointment coming up. And the day before their court appointment, Jim tells Christina, why don't you come over to the house in the morning? I'll give the kids, I'll give you some money for the kids for Christmas. She's like, All right. So she at this point, her, 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 she has two kids with Jim. They're 12 and they're 13 years old, and they're in school. And Ava had been having some issues and she became homeschooled. So, Christina pulls up to his house at 6.45 in the morning.
1: Okay, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, at this point in the news, does it say anything about, like, they're not getting along? Like, at all? No, They are getting along. Obviously, if he called her, she answered, they're getting along. They're getting along. They're civil.
0: He says, you know, I've got Christmas money for you. Now, in the news, they said some recent things had come up. I know what they are. Let's just say- That's in my fine. humble opinion, you know. he's a fucking demon. He's a demon, garbage, trash person. I'm pretty sure he's burning in fucking hell right now. But what I'm gonna say is <laughs> she pulls up to the drive, pulls up in the drive. He walks up to her car door. She's driving her minivan. And instead of handing her Christmas money, he shoots her twice in the head. Now the neighbors do hear the shots. He then goes into the house and there's more shots. The neighbors call the police. About 6:45 a.m., the police find her slumped over in the front seat of the car dead from a gunshot wound to the head when they went to the house they found james he goes by jim um had also um killed himself by shooting himself in the head which uh, what the reason why my mom was like emergency is because at that point no one knew where ava was mm-hmm. they knew she wasn't with their mom they knew she wasn't with her dad you know her stepdad and nobody knew quite where she was, but she'd actually spent the night with her aunt who is lives in the same neighborhood that her mom was killed in just up the street. Hmm. And my cousin Derek came looking for Ava and he couldn't find her. And all he could see was all the, the this whole area has been blocked off by police. And that's how he finds out his ex-wife was killed. And I must, I can tell you that, you know, I didn't really, um, I knew Christina more when I was pregnant with my daughter and she's 18. So it's been almost 20 years, mm-hmm. but she was like one of the nicest people just one of the nicest people in the whole world. Yeah. So yeah, shortly after I tell you like I'm really feeling anxious about this true crime, one uh, of my extended family is murdered. Yeah, it was about an hour later and yeah. then
1: come in and I'm I like I can up I'm like see Holy shit, you're a podcast.
0: See, and I will in our show notes I will provide some links to their case. But um they were about to go to court the next day and I think that's what he was trying to avoid when he killed everyone. But I hate him. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. And then one of the clinchers right before my family murdered, my family members murdered my extended family. I was looking up this case that was suggested by a listener named Logan. And it was Grant Green. Remember I told you, I can't even write the fucking article, but yeah. I could tell you. So what Grant Green did was he was married. His wife was six months pregnant. They get into a fight and he stabs her to death. Sits down, calls the police, tell them what tells them what he did, goes to jail he's in jail. I don't know, like 15 16 years and there's this pastor that is in contact with him. And the pastor is really asking him for to be paroled. I feel like he's changed. I feel like he's done different things. We should let him out. So they let Grant Green out. Grant Green then marries the pastor's daughter. She has two children already. They have two children together. I don't know fucking why because I can't look too far into it because this guy gives me the fucking creeps. But At one point, I know he slashes his wife's cheek. He shoots her in the foot. Shoots her two older children. They're all in the basement. She's between her two dead children tied up. He takes the four and five-year-old that are biologically his children, put them in the garage, put them in the car, roll the window most of the way up, put a hose from the exhaust into the car, and kills them with the um, gas. Holy shit. Sits down, calls the police, and tells them what he did. And she wakes up, his wife wakes up in the basement between her two deceased children. And her younger children are upstairs, also dead. And I just thought, I hate humans. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so I said, Jen, can we take a break? We can do it again. We'll start putting stuff out in March. But I need a break. And I may, maybe, you can keep doing two Crime. That doesn't bother me, but I might need another focus. Because this shit is making me hate
1: humans. Well, there's other, all kinds of other focuses.
0: Yeah, I'm going to focus on nice things for a minute so that I can really have faith in humanity again. Because I do want to hunt James down, Jim Salome, the murderer of Ava's mother, and they have two children together who are now parentless and being raised by Christina's father. I want to hunt him down and cut his throat a few times. Just... <laughs> just... Leave him dead on the floor somewhere because uh, it's just horrifying and I can't believe he did that. Yeah. Yeah. So Jen and I are going to take a little breaky poo. Um, we're going to put stuff out again in March. It's Probably going to be every other week. And I do actually have a couple more true crime articles that I have written out that I'm going to finish doing. I'm going to focus somewhere else for a minute. It's a
1: good idea.
0: Yes. And since that was this was kind of a hard subject for me, I want to do um, something funny. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So it's called Michigan stereotypes, and they they have a map of Michigan. Yeah, they cut the UP into three places. On the left, it says UPer Packer fans. The middle says Upers, and the right says basically Canada. That's great, <laughs> right? And just below the UP, they have bridge trolls. But no, beneath that is snow lovers.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: So just to the left, cherry lovers. Well, that's because that's Traverse City. Because that's Traverse City, yeah. Then there's, um, so then underneath the snow lovers and all that, there's elk herders. It's a large population of the (laughs) central northern portion. To the right is more fishing hicks. (laughs) To the left is windmill haters. (laughs) Oh, shit. And then underneath elk herders is CC students. What is CC? Is that central? Wouldn't that be CMU, like Central Michigan? Yeah, I
1: wouldn't know what CeCe
0: is. Okay, I didn't know either. And then um, beach bums, Dutch people, nudist, and Chicago fans make up the entire west side of Michigan. And then in from that, it's the Bible Belt, drunk kids.
1: <laughs>
0: Just happy to be in the middle the little people. State workers. I'm going to assume that's Lansing. They're mm-hmm. talking about state workers. Confederate Hicks is below that. Farmer Hicks is below that. The thumb is fishing Hicks. <laughs> Uh, below that would be the Romulus area. Says want to be gangsters. <laughs> right. Then there's a large section that says claims to be from Detroit, and then actual gangsters <laughs> in the area. Until like a little bit to the uh, uh, west of that is Walmart fans. I didn't know is that a big Walmart area. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought so. And then down by us is like basically Ohio and Farmer chick or Farmer Hicks. <laughs> That's great. Yes. So I want to talk about something funny so that I didn't. it is funny yeah i didn't jump up and kick someone in the throat with my foot bones <laughs> <laughs> okay you've been listening to michigan and other mayhem with Allie. and jen connect with us at, oh you know what jen what i'm gonna either do a survey on facebook or um our website because i would like somebody go ahead and tell us like what do you want to hear or else i'm just gonna pick feel good shit just so you know and i hope that they google does not suck me back into that <laughs> to grab stuff So connect with us at michigananothermayhem.com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, access the show notes, find site links, or correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and YouTube. Bye-bye now.